God changes your life, changes your thoughts, changes your desires, and changes your interests, and it comes out of God's Word. It's really learning to know God out of His Word. You're listening to the Faith Matters Podcast with Steve McKinley. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today we're starting to talk about hard sayings of Jesus. Have you ever read or considered the words of Jesus as given to us in the in the Gospels, in the Bible? Uh, Jesus truly had some hard sayings that are difficult to understand. But Jesus was a wildly popular teacher in the height of his ministry. And people came from all over the nation of Israel to hear Jesus teach. And, uh, and so he was... Uh, widely received, widely popular, and his fame even rose up to Herod himself, um, the Roman ruler who ruled over them. He had heard of Jesus' fame. And Jesus' teaching was thought-provoking, and it was startling, and and it was sometimes quite offensive. And some of Jesus' most audacious teaching had to do with eternal life. And he was a polarizing figure. Either a person would accept and receive and believe what Jesus taught and receive him as a person, or else would reject him and hate him. Of course, we know the Jews ultimately rejected and hated Jesus to the point that they killed him. And even today, Jesus is a polarizing figure. We, people either receive him or do not. And his teaching still generates a lot of heat today. And one of these hard sayings is given to us in John chapter 6. And so we'll look at Jesus' hard saying in John chapter 6. It's this, verse 51, John chapter 6, verse 51. He says, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. And he also said, just two verses down in 53, he said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Truly a hard saying of Jesus. If you don't eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. And so, not surprisingly, the Jews were, the people listening to him were scratching their heads and saying, what is this man talking about? In verse 52, it says, The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? And even his disciples did not understand what he was saying. In verse 60, it says, Many therefore of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? Who who can understand or receive what you're teaching, Jesus? This truly is a hard saying. And there's no doubt it's a hard saying. And... uh, Some of his disciples even left Jesus over this. Verse 66 says, From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. 
they turned away and walked away from him. This must have been kind of a low light in Jesus's ministry. Some of his own, let's call them casual disciples who were a little bit infatuated with Jesus, maybe had not fully embraced him yet. They just heard this and it was just too much for them. And they turned away and followed him no more. He was a polarizing figure. And so how do we make sense of this? Some people are still scratching their heads and saying, what is Jesus talking about here? How how can we interpret this and make sense of it? Well, we would say that Jesus here was speaking spiritual words. And how do we know that? Well, Jesus said it right here in the same passage, right after he taught this truth as the disciples were questioning him and saying, this is a hard saying, Jesus said, does this offend you? And he said in verse 63, it is the spirit that quickeneth. That's a word that means makes alive. The spirit gives life. And he says, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Jesus said, don't be offended at the words that I'm teaching you. These are spiritual, life-giving words. And this happens to be what we would refer to as one of the I am passages. Jesus made many I am type of statements, and one of those is I am the bread. And that's what Jesus is teaching here in John chapter 6. He said, For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. And to believe that Jesus is the bread of life is a spiritual truth. Jesus is not a literal loaf of bread. Now, there are many people today who fall into the same error as the Jews, thinking that Jesus actually was teaching literal cannibalism here in John chapter 6. Now, the Catholic Church today, as an example, teaches that the elements in the Eucharist, the bread and the wine, actually become the body of Christ, and that when you partake of the Eucharist, you're physically, I would call it cannibalism, eating the flesh and drinking the blood of Jesus. Well, that was what the Jews thought also. But Jesus was... What he was doing was taking a, a physical truth and teaching a much more difficult spiritual truth. You see, we are physical creatures. We, we have physical senses, and we can't see with our eyes into the spiritual world. And so Jesus was uh, quite often took very simple physical objects and situations and things to teach unseen spiritual truth. And that's what he's doing when he says, I am the bread of life. He's, te he's taking uh, a physical truth. He's saying, uh, as bread is to the body, so I am to the spiritual life, to your spiritual life. And what is bread to the body? Well, bread or food in general gives you your body nutrients that actually get absorbed into and actually become part of the body and give you life. If you stop putting food into your, into your mouth and into your stomach, 
your body will uh, waste away. It will shrivel up and die. And food is absolutely necessary. If you take the food away, you die. And Jesus, by analogy, is saying, that's what I am to your spiritual life. Without the life of Christ, your spiritual life is non-existent. It's dead. You have no spiritual life. And that's what Jesus said. If you don't partake of this bread, you have no life in you. Uh, That's a... A hard, that truly is a hard saying, and it's a it is a startling truth that if we don't partake of the life of Jesus, we have no life in us. You know, some of the other I am statements that Jesus made were he said, I am the door. And he taught that he is the door into heaven, in that he is the only way into heaven. And we don't believe that Jesus is a literal door swinging on hinges. Uh, in heaven, and that we have to go and swing the door of Jesus open in order to get into heaven. Uh, Jesus was speaking figuratively and spiritually. He's not a literal, actual door. And Jesus said, I am the vine. And we don't believe that Jesus is a literal vine springing up out of the earth. In what ways is Jesus like a vine? Well, you have to go to John 15 to find that out. Jesus also said, I am the shepherd of the sheep. You know, Jesus in his lifetime was never a literal shepherd tending sheep out in the wilderness. Jesus was not speaking literally with his I am statements. We don't believe he was a literal shepherd. We don't believe he was a literal vine. We don't believe he is a literal door. And we also don't believe that he is literal bread. When he said, I am the bread of life, Uh, We don't believe that Jesus is a literal loaf of bread, that if somehow we ingest that into our physical bodies, that somehow we have spiritual life. It's missing the point. It's uh, drawing the wrong conclusions and the wrong application from Jesus' teaching. And I'd like to point out two parallel verses here. Um, parallel verses are verses that are very similar, almost identical, ex- except for the, the change of one part. And uh, if we have one that's difficult to understand and one that's easier to understand, we take the easier one and we interpret the more difficult one. Now, here are these two verses. It's verses 40 and verse 54 in John chapter 6. Verse 54 is the hard truth. He says, Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Here's the simpler parallel verse in verse 40. This is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. So to eat Jesus's flesh and to drink his blood is the same as seeing him and believing on him. The physical illustration is eating bread and drinking wine. The spiritual truth is to see and believe on Jesus. Put in this light, the saying becomes not quite so hard. Maybe hard to accept the narrowness of this truth 
But the actual truth then, the spiritual truth, is not so hard to understand when we use the analogy of eating bread and drinking wine. Again, in verse 35, he said, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Jesus is commanding us to come to him and to believe on him. These are spiritual, life-giving words, as Jesus said. And Jesus asked the question, does this offend you? And he said, but there are some of you that believe not. You see, in Jesus' day, there were many of his disciples that did not believe and that turned away. And the same thing is true in our day. There are many casual observers of Jesus Christ who do not really believe that they need him for spiritual life. And the hard saying translates into a hard truth, and it's this, that if you have not come to him and received him by believing in him, then what Jesus says is, you have no life in you. If you want spiritual life, if you want eternal life, you must come to Jesus. And I think that's what all of the world's religions are wanting. In some way, people want hope for the future. They want to know that when they die, something good follows death. Something good follows this temporal life. And Jesus says the only way to have life after this temporal earthly life is to believe in him. And if we do that, he says, we will have everlasting life and I will raise him up at the last day. Now on Sunday, we're celebrating Easter and we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And if we partake in the life of Christ, the promise is, is that he will raise us up. He's talking about resurrection. If we place our trust in Christ, we, are, we can be absolutely assured that we will be resurrected at the end of time when Jesus Christ comes back to this earth. And so these are the spiritual life-giving truths of Jesus. I hope you don't fall into that category of the many who do not believe or who turn back in unbelief. And let me encourage you, don't be placing your trust in ingesting bread and wine and thinking that that somehow communicates spiritual life to you. It does not. What gives you life is the spiritual truth that Jesus is teaching of coming to him and receiving him, making him part of your spiritual life. And to believe in him means to believe that he died on the cross to save you from your sin. And if you'll simply believe that and accept that Jesus Christ died in your place, he promises to give you everlasting life and to raise you up at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day.
I hope you have this hope in you and that you have understood this hard saying of Jesus. You're not one of these people who have turned back in unbelief. I hope that you're one who, um, like Peter says, where are we going to go? He says, you have the words of life. I hope that you have received these spiritual, life-giving words of Jesus, that you have come to Jesus and trusted in him by faith, believing that his death on the cross paid the price for your sins, and that by receiving his death on your behalf, that you can receive this eternal life and have the hope of resurrection at the end of time. Well, We'll look at another hard saying next week. I do want to invite you to the Navin Baptist Fellowship. Every week, we look at a passage of Scripture, and we study it to find out what is the Bible teaching. And if you've been wondering about teachings of the Bible, teachings of Jesus, I we would love for you to join us. Right now, we happen to be starting a new series in the book of Philippians, uh, a lovely, rich book for Christians to read, uh, Philippians. So uh, consider joining us and contact me and find out how you can join us for our weekly Bible study. Email me at steve at navinbaptist.ie or message me uh, via Facebook Messenger. And stay tuned for next week. We'll look at another hard saying of Jesus. Yeah.